Hello, everyone. This is Theo from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, and Vincent. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Don't forget to like and subscribe our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV and listen out for new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense ITV. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, and Vincent, um, a.k.a. Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Already? I'm not even a minute in. <laughs> um, let's welcome him back. He's part of the crew now. Yes. And today we are going to speak about religion versus spirituality. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Oi. <laughs> That's a lot. Go ahead, Isaiah. It sounds like you want to jump right in there. Oh, right in. I mean, I, I, well, I well, don't mind if I do. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I guess really, um, let's, let's I guess, get into Let's start it. off with how you're raised. How, how, <laughs> how you, how <laughs> you can. Well, for, well, what I also want to do, too, is um, if you guys, either one of you don't mind, should we define religion versus spirituality? You know, should we define religion and define spirituality? Um, okay, so religion is the belief in or worship of a superhuman mm-hmm. controlling power. Now, now. <laughs> especially <laughs> a personal god or gods. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, and spirituality. Spirituality. A little more. I'm looking that shit up right now. <laughs> well, the other, that one I had it always because I've always for some reason I'm always talking about spiritual um, religion spirituality yeah. is relating to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things mm-hmm. is, that a, is that a good one or not I like that what do you think Ben uh, <laughs> he's, he's heard better in jail the next one down what's the next one down sir <laughs> The next one down. Spirituality involves the recognition of a feeling or sense of belief. There is something greater than myself, something more to being human than sensory experience and that a greater whole of which we are part of is cosmic or divine in nature. I might fall a bit into that one. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that one. I like that one too. That That one hit me. That hit me right in the heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what it says, an opening of the heart is an essential aspect of true spirituality. Oh, I just... Oh, look at that. I have no yeah. heart. So oh, I can't spiritual. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, that's a fantastic layout. I like that. But now that we got those definitions out there into the universe, mm-hmm. um, we, um, I think we should start like how Vincent said, um, how were we raised? I was raised by a coyote. I have 6-6 tattooed <laughs> on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and I am considered the second coming of Christ, aka the Antichrist. Oh, um, I how see. about you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you you weren't raised any uh, with any particular religion in mind? Oh no, 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 no. I was raised. I was raised Muslim. Okay. And, and very religious Muslim. Um, mm-hmm. I prayed multiple times a day. I um. I went to what we call Juma on Fridays. I um, the reason I speak Arabic is because I I had to learn to read. I speak Arabic. Unfortunately, I had to learn to (laughs) I had to learn to read the Quran. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be a true, authentic Muslim, and um, it also is like a bragging right too. You get to recite the Quran in this very cool, um, is cool like chanting, which is beautiful. but I was raised a super duper religious Muslim. I dressed up in the whole garb and everything. Oh, wow. I used to be, I used to be my uniform for many, many, many years. So I was raised Muslim, and you know, from I think we as we continue t- um, talking, I still consider myself Muslim, hmm. but not religious based, spirituality based. I'm kind of like I see where you're going with that too, because I'm kind of similar with like how I was raised and then where I'm at now. Uh, how were you guys, raised? Uh, oh well, yeah. I was raised uh, Catholic. Both my parents were Catholic, and uh, they're still, you know, they still do church on the Sunday. Um, 
And that's what like, after I had, like, you know, a pretty good experience being raised Catholic, uh, I just kind of got to other points in my life where I kind of just didn't agree with certain stuff, which we definitely get into. Um, what about you, Isaiah? Oh, so I was raised, well, as per my mom's dog tags, love you, mom. Uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> so uh, Baptist Pentecostal. Um, but... Uh, Obviously, that's it's not something I, I'd stayed completely in alignment with because I found that it wasn't so much fitting for me. Um, and then as I got older, I moved into a more non-denominational, sorry, I can't speak, <laughs> a non-denominational space. Um, and then from there, um, I just became a lot more interested in and aligned with a more spiritual um so more spiritual than religious um type of alignment for me and i found that that was just more broad more accepting um and and that's what i felt was more i felt that it was more personal because i i feel that it's a more personal relationship than religion for me so have you thought about being able to See, there's, I still consider myself like Catholic as well, and mm-hmm. also spiritual. Like, mm-hmm. and kind of, I know it's weird to be consider, like, kind of be able to consider yourself maybe both. No, no. But that's only if you literally keep yourself to that, that essentially that construct that it's been created already. And there's a lot of religion has been used so much throughout history, even currently, to oppress people, to control. parts to religion um it's just with anything taking the extremes is always the issue Mm. yeah you know and i i feel that too because i consider myself muslim even i think i don't forgot what i was doing the other day that i was filling out some paperwork and they asked Mm. me my religion and without thinking i put muslim oh wow yeah And, and because to me islam is more than just a religion Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know a lot of Jewish people feel this way too, because Muslim people and Jewish people are brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, re- being Muslim is like cultural. Being Muslim is a, just a way of life, especially mm-hmm. when um, growing up in the Middle East, Islam was in ev- it was embedded in the law, in the culture, in the tradition, in everything, in day to day. So I call uh, I am who I am today because of islam uh, and yeah i agree and that's what it is it's like i'm not ashamed of being grown like being raised catholic but I also no. a lot of values and certain morals that give you structure in developing as like you know through your childhood mm-hmm. and certain like stuff that is based off of it it's just knowing when i think when to draw the line it sounds like most of the three of us have kind of gotten to that point where it's like Okay, I see some of the bullshit that religion has done, Amen. and some of, the, and I'm not with that part of it. But there's other parts of my religion that I actually cherish, and mm-hmm. you still have a relationship with your God or higher power without falling, you know, kind of into that whole. You have to be. You're not a good Muslim if you do A, B, C, and D. Yeah. Or you're not a good Catholic mm-hmm. if you do this or don't do that, and so on, forth, so forth. So it's just. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things I always like, like think back to. And there's a lot of stuff that people, you know, like I know that you just, I'm sure there's examples in your guys' religion where it's like after doing like research and like learning more about it, you find out like, you know, with the whole, um, you know, Lent and everything that, that comes over and like, you know, how you're not supposed to eat like fish and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just but that's what happens. And, and I think and that's why I tell people once again, go do your own research. Yeah. Go read. Go explore yourself mm. through exploration. So through and in Islam, it's considered very prestigious. It's very it's considered very like high class, for lack of a better word. <laughs> if you get um, to read the Quran in, in, in its original language, which is Arabic, mm-hmm. and through my studies, my father forced me. He forced that down my throat, <laughs> and it was a blessing in disguise. And it, and through him forcing me to read the Quran and study the Quran and study and study those scriptures and that doctrine, I discovered that a lot of the stuff that you hypocritical assholes are saying 
isn't true. Yeah, absolutely. And I say, thank you for forcing me to go and read and educate myself and find enlightenment because you guys are a bunch of hypocrites. And I understood that there was a difference between what the scripture and what the Quran, for back of home, to say it correctly, says, mm. and then what these cult, uh, cult things culturally. People Absolutely. in different cultures in the Middle East and in religion and in Muslim countries, they have their own interpretation or they have their own laws and how they want to enforce it. Yeah, a real good point. You have to remember, like, these scriptures and books and everything were written thousands of years ago. So the hum- human vocabulary, everything, they didn't have a, such an expansive vocabulary to explain things. Um, and even in their stories, like, everything is in its own context. So, like, context back then is completely different than context now. And I think people tend to forget that or usually take the context and make their own narrative out of it to support whatever bullshit. Yeah, whatever bullshit they want to try to support. Like, a lot of countries in the Middle East and that are, you know, that are Muslim are very anti-gay. As we speak right now, a gay person is being tortured in a Muslim country. A gay person is having... Um, they're um, they're being abused, castrated, murdered. They're being castrated. Yeah. They're being thrown off buildings, and Don't it's all like... and it's all being done in the name of Islam, and saying that the Prophet Muhammad said this and that and the other, and that is a lie. And yeah. and this is what and actually the perfect segue because this is what brings me because I was stewing a little bit as we were <laughs> discussing. This is what brings me to the space of my belief that religion is a tool of oppression. And I'm going to start from the space of, um, you know, our ancestors even, right? Mm. So let's, and let's even start with, you know, that, like, you know, Vincent mentioned that, you know, we, you know, these, these scriptures and these books were written thousands and thousands of years ago. They were written by man, right? They weren't written, as I believe it, by a spiritual being. And I feel like they were not just tools of oppression, but tools of control. You cannot do this because our God or our um, our omnipotent being says this, the God that we worship, um, yeah. the master that we worship. And one of the things I've had back and forths with relatives about um is that religion and then being in America. And when I mean that religion, you know, for me personally, you know, Baptist and Pentecostal and, and Christianity. So let's kind of yeah. there. Um, and with Christianity for me, um, I'm just going to say it straight out. To me, that is the colonizer's religion. Okay. And not to sound all hotep. Okay. But, <laughs> okay. But like for real. But to me, that is the colonizer's religion. Okay. Because in that we're, in that was an oppression of um, the original spirit guides or spiritual guides and things such as the or entities such as the Orishas or even here, um, you know, with the Native Americans and how they worshipped multiple deities. There was never just one. And I, I also find that concept a little strange. I think it's the same concept that's, that's kind of embedded in that. I feel like the, the, and not to totally veer off topic here, but I feel like the concept of there is one for everything. There is one. It's kind of like looking for, looking for everything that you need and want in one, um, in one friendship, higher power, one yeah. relative, yeah. Or one this. And I think that concept is, I think it's dangerous. I think it's dangerous to say that this one being wants all of these things for this one for, from you when there are multiple deities. I think it, our ancestors. Like, you really I think, like, it, it really depends because it could be that it really depends on the person that's perceiving it. And sure, that's when they sure. get kind of what Theo was saying, where they get super righteous, like all for Allah, like, yes. or certain stuff, where it's like also could be still. It's all about perspective where someone like, you know, I, I know the God I believe in, like is loving and compassionate and like, you know, loves all his like children and stuff like that, regardless of who you are. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to these people that where I'm like, you know what, like, 
I could go and name off a bunch of shit that you probably do that you're sinning. Like, no sin is better than any other. Like, so don't tell them that to... though. They don't believe that. They don't believe. Oh that. God, yeah. It's like, all right, you having sex with condoms? Like, without like trying to re- like, procreate? It's like that is in the Bible. You can't. I think even like mixing cotton and linen and certain shit. Like, what, oh right. Let's get back that shirt. Like, what? Do it's you wear? just like, weird. Tenor, sometimes, tenor, it, like, don't come sometimes it makes me wonder. <laughs> who is this God you people are worshiping? And if this is the God you're worshiping, please tell him to stay away from me and miss yeah, me. Miss me with the bullshit. Because I will yeah. put my linens with my cottons. Sorry. And like, who is this God that these people are worshiping? Who, or what is this religion? And, the, and I discover spirituality when learning to recite the Quran. It is the most mm-hmm. spiritual. It is a you and your, and, and, and let's say Allah moment that is just you and him and i when i did that when i first did that i got goosebumps all over my body and every time i hear someone um, citing the quran i feel goosebumps from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet and that isn't from something religious it is from something spiritual i agree and it is that what kind of led you into kind of more of the spiritual yes and it brings me to tears and that is what I want to embrace. And that feeling that I feel yeah. every time I'm hearing it, it does not discriminate because you're gay. Yeah. It does not discriminate because you're black, because you're white, because you're tall, because of whatever these assholes are talking about. It just wants to make you feel good and protect you. Yeah. And it wants to enlighten and it wants to enlighten you and it wants to elevate you. And that's where yeah. I found spirituality. And no one can take that away from me, whether I identify as gay, as transgender, or whatever that is. My relationship with Allah has it's nothing your relationship. to do That's it, period. with no one else. Nothing to do with anybody else other than you and them. And that's you, why... Him, her. What about you, Isaiah? When did you actually like, kind of transition kind of from a, more of a religious base to a more spiritual base? So, honestly, um, for me, it started... It really, I mean, it really started when my grandmother passed away because I was looking for all of these traditional indicators of she's still with me instead of like, but looking through the, through religion for that. And that wasn't where I was going to find it. So I, and it's funny now, for lack of a better word, looking back and going, why was I looking through this lens of religion about something? And that's not where I was going to find it. Because one of the things I realized is, first off, and something I kind of always knew, I guess, but really kind of like stepped into is we're spiritual beings ourselves. And I really believe in creating, I believe in energy. I believe in creating energy amongst one another. I believe in, I really believe energy never being destroyed is passed along. Right, just passing along. That also for me goes in alignment with your ancestors and realizing who they were and realizing that they show up in you today and around Mm. you and you bring them with you. Um, As our amazing Maya Angelou once said, you know, you're never alone because they show up with you wherever you go. So, and I believe in that deeply, you know, your ancestors being your grandparents and, and, and back, you know? So I think that there's stories that an energy that you live out that they didn't get to finish. Not, Mm. not as to say your life isn't your own. That's, I don't mean it in that sense, but I think that we get I, feel, I really I feel hallelujah. Like, <laughs> get it. <laughs> but like, but I, I, I believe in that. I believe that you're playing out certain things that that your ancestors didn't get to play out. And that's why I really I love the term or the term, I'm sorry, the, the quote um, I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. Right. Because it's true. Because it's true. Because there are things, there are pieces of them just in you. Like you're walking around with your ancestors with you at all times. And I think the other thing that's fascinating about your DNA, Isaiah. There's that fascinating thing. And then that also comes from. And that's why there's there's so many cases in which everything is tied, you know, to this spiritual place. Think about the fact that gener- generational trauma, 
think about the fact that at one point you your mother and your grandmother were sharing a physical space together because your mother was already born with all of the unfertilized eggs she was going to have and one of them was you so anything that any energy and is is passed through to you because you are sharing a space together so anything that is in your grandparents is in you and so forth so that's why I, I think the ancestors, ancestral rever- reverence is 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 incredibly important. And so for me, that's why I think, for me, I think God is in us. You know, I think that they're- You're going straight to hell for saying that. <laughs> I think, and I think, and you know, what's funny is- Well, I agree. I've, I've had that notion before where I like, feel like God's in all of us. Or, I, I believe- When did you come to your spiritual us, journey, Vincent? Yeah. What's up? When did you come to the spiritual journey or to your spirituality? Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably was really. Don't, don't say know, yesterday. I got there until I was like in my like, kind of twenties. <laughs> Not yesterday. Honestly, like, just because where it kind of started was I started questioning stuff that didn't. You know, I'm a huge history buff, and my family is really into history. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started finding stuff out slowly about the, the Roman Catholic Church that was really shady as fuck. And I was like, mm. like you know, like for example, Good Friday, you know, essentially you're not supposed to eat meat for the most part. You're only supposed to eat like fish and so on and so forth. Um, that's because the Roman Catholic Church owned all the fish markets and they needed mm-hmm. like you know had their pockets like you know certain stuff like where you could pay for your sins away and certain stuff like that. Like I'm like, ah. or when they found like a bunch of stuff, um, I forgot where in some. One of those, like you know, Dead Sea Scrolls over, like overseas somewhere, and um, the Roman Catholic Church knew about some of this stuff for decades, but they knew if they released that information, that you know that would take away from their dividends at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and stuff like you know, as far as like you know, and one of them actually rang with me really hard, and it was like, um, it was actually referring to, you know, it was one not a commandment, but something along those lines, and it was said. Essentially, like, you know, God does not want you, you don't have to go to church every Sunday to be a good Catholic or be a good Christian. Mm. God is essentially always with you. You could, like, find God anywhere and have a connection with them. And it kind of started me to, like, pull away where I'm like, yeah, I don't need to go to church every, that doesn't make me a good Catholic or a bad Catholic. Like, being, you know, trying just to be an inherently good person, like, every day, that's what, and through that, that kind of started opening my eyes to questioning more. And then it ties into where, you know, I b- believe in evolution and science and it's like kind of doesn't have much room or space in multiple religious cultures. It's usually one or the other. And it kind of kind of opened my door and started looking for questions or answers to questions and stuff and trying to make sense of my own stuff. Like, mm-hmm. So that's kind of led into that. <laughs> And I think, you know, that's the thing is being, you. there's a duality, I feel like, in, okay, I believe in certain aspects of the religion that I was reared in, right? Yeah. And Two things can be true at the same time. Exactly. That. Yes. It exactly. doesn't have to be one or the other. Right. And that's another reason I feel very much like, okay, it's, it's a lot of these things. I think it's a lot of different spaces in the world calling calling the same things different things and assigning different rules to each space when really it's a bunch of collective spirits and a bunch of collective, it's a collective of spirituality. I don't think it's, okay, well, my God over here is correct. And no, my God over here is correct. I don't think it's any of that. I think there are spirits that influence certain things. I think there's some spirits you're supposed to just let them do their thing and mind your business. <laughs> I think that, um, I, I think, you know, I don't know. I think you can feel we're uh, us as humans again, and us being spiritual beings, where do you think these senses come from? Right, that you get that. Oh yeah, that, so there's there's so much that we don't even right, know. Right, that right? There's a lot of stuff that we have no idea how it works, and who's to say mm-hmm. what it does or or what doesn't or what's we, there's so much unknown still that yeah. they're still learning stuff every day. So it's like mm-hmm. to say anything indefinite 
um, it's hard, like you know, to say like anything hardcore like that. Just, I don't know, it doesn't sit well with me. Right, and to kind of that's and that's why I'm very like, okay, I don't know that that's that that's that that's the case or. You know, I'm not going to, and again, like I said, going back to, I stick very, I, I feel very strongly about the colonizer's religion. I really do. I feel but then, like but then there's always a beautiful thing about it too, because that actually, and tying that into, you know, the colonizer religion, tying that into race and stuff like that, um, that's what helped Black people learn to start reading. Because the only book that they were to given was the Bible. Absolutely. So if there wasn't that, like, that there was a positive aspect. Us ahead. It, it was a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. sword right. Uh, it, that's what I'm saying. Religion could be a beautiful thing or it could be essentially prison. Like, Oh, no, no. I believe that, too. I think that religion has saved a ton of people's lives. Oh, for yeah. sure. I know personally some... Um, uh, my Christian family. My Christian family on my mother's side, they're very... Um, Pentecostal, so they yeah. motherfuckers speak in yeah. tongue and everything. Oh, and, <laughs> and, and a lot of these folks <laughs> here, they, they used to be drug addicts. Um, they were addicts, excuse me, and alcoholics and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And because of religion, it saved their lives. It, it saved yeah. their lives. And today, they're better people because of religion. Yeah. But once again, th- th- this is in, you know is anecdotal because I also know some people who religion. Has ruined it. their lives yeah. and destroyed through, their families and destroyed through, like yeah. Hello, through yeah. religion, people got molested in yeah. the name of religion. Yeah. People got abused and tortured in the name of religion. Yeah. So my anecdotal experience with um religion as a queer man isn't someone else's um experience because there's a lot of queer yeah. people that Islam and, ca- yeah. and being Catholic and being Christian, whatever the denomination you are has yeah. tormented their lives. Yeah, what is that? Uh, convert, Not conversion therapy. Um, that is it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. it is conversion therapy. Yeah. They literally take them to, like, Bible camp and beat the gay out of them. <laughs> like, which is not yeah. even fucking funny, but it's sick. And it's, but like, it's like you can't pray the gay away. Nowadays, yeah. it's, like, insane. It's, it's and just, like you were saying, Vincent, like, you, listen, it's, it, you can't beat the gay away and you can't pray the gay away. And, you know, it's just, that is what really... Those those things are what really get to me. So it makes it makes seeing the like, positivity a loving church or pastor like you know religious community that makes everything so different. Like and that was another thing like, when sure. I was coming out like in my early twenties and stuff like that. Um, you know, like I said, both my parents are super religious, like you know mm-hmm. Catholic, you know, and so we would have priests stay with us, have you know mm-hmm. go like to their events, all types of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom, like, you know, was concerned, like, she went to our priest, like, you know, what should I, what should I do? Like, you know, what did I do wrong? So like that, and like, you mm-hmm. know, how, like, you know, speaking about like God, and I don't want him to go to hell and all this stuff. And the the priest was like, do you love your son? She's like, yeah. She's like, that's all that matters. God loves all of his children. And he is, a, I've known him for his entire life. He is a good boy. Like he. Like nothing bad is going to happen to him. Just love and support him. And that mm-hmm. was coming from a. I was like, yo, like I. That's why I always had that. Like, like Theo was saying, it's just, it comes down to like it really depends on the person in the the religious community around them and mm-hmm. that is they're involved in because it could be a, a hit or miss. It could destroy their yeah. lives or help them make or break you. Because my yeah, my my father, like all the when I think of my father. And when I think of uh, the amazing man that he was, it yeah. was because of Islam. So for me to spit in the face of Islam, my, once again, this is anecdotal. This yeah. is my experience, my life, my perspective. Mm-hmm. Islam played a major role in me bonding with my father. It played a major role in breaking down uh, the walls and my father being a vulnerable man. Yeah. Um, I bonded with my father and have a bond with, and, but with my father that even through death is still there because mm-hmm. Islam made that possible for me. Mm-hmm. My, my father teaching me how to be a, you know, his interpretation of what a man was mm-hmm. and um, teaching me in a way of life. And yeah. it was through Islam. And we experienced so much with each other because of Islam. And he, in, in, 
and I don't when I was you know when I came well the according well, I hate saying this well when I came out because I even regret that I had to come out what, what, what do we call oh yeah really because I, I find that process yeah. to be so yeah. abusive but yeah even coming out it was about me being his son me being your son is what was more important than me about the religion or what Islam or what the Imam would say or what the other brothers would say. It wasn't yeah. about that. You are my son, first, second, and third. You were a gift to me. And by the way, I'm his most precious gift. So yeah. you better take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> So it was more about that. So like, mm -hmm. and once again, in everything in my life, like I'm a very structured and disciplined man and I'm a very put together man. And I blame Islam for that. And Islam is the reason for all of these things in my life. Mm -hmm. And I, and, and once again, this is me, but I also know of people that Islam has ruined their lives. Yeah. They are going to trauma and are, and they were physically broken and mentally broken and spiritually broken, broken because yeah. of Islam, and that, and we sh we should be able to have those conversations and both conversations be heard, and some, and we should find a middle, a middle ground, because what you said, Isaiah, is correct, and I have seen the misogyny and the homophobia and the disgustingness of Islam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but people don't want to talk about that. People just they want to talk, talk about, about one it, or, or the other, or try to be like, um, that's not no. quite like I, I hate it when people always want to use, oh, uh, you know, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, like that whole story, no, like, no, no, no. The entire city because they're gay. They're gay they're... We don't got to worry about Saddam no. and Gomorrah. Some churches are Saddam and Gomorrah, yeah, <laughs> are Saddam and Gomorrah. Some it's temples like, that's are not even, yeah. Out. If you actually, you know, we don't got to go back that far, we can go back a couple of years, yeah. Back so, 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 like, yeah. cut it out, and it's Stop. not about that, <laughs> yeah. Like, the jig is up, it's like the jig is up, like, you're not on good terms with God, so you need to work right. on that. Yeah, I'm in Gomorrah as they're putting my money in their pockets and stealing from the churches and the temples and the synagogues and whatever. Like, shut up, there's more important things. If Jesus came back today. <laughs> He would tell all these people, this is not what I meant. What the fuck oh, are you guys doing? I always say that. Like, you'd be stuck down here and be like, this is not what I meant. This is not how I, I said this should go. Well, you, you motherfuckers misquoted me. And he would have to all exactly. of you guys yep. for defamation of character. <laughs> he'd be so like, give me, them tithe, give me them tithes and offerings. But that's the beautiful. And that's why I tell LGBTQ plus people. Yeah. And uh, go educate yourself. Because yeah, remember period. when they used to say the most um, the most dangerous um, person, uh, the, the most dangerous Negro is a Negro that knows his rights? Mm -hmm. the, well, the most dangerous person is an LGBTQ plus person that knows their rights. And rights in all aspects of life. And that's any person. Like, any person, any American, like, any, like, if you, the more you know, it might, Can't nobody it might fuck acknowledge you. his power. So the more you know, the more power you have to of your own life, and can nobody own, fuck with yeah. you? No one's fucking mm. with you. Okay. But if go, if you're a Catholic, however, if you're LGBTQ plus person, go educate yourself in the religion oh, yeah. and if let them know because that way, when these like idiots come at you, you'll be good. You'll yeah, be you ready. can get a machine gun of the doctrine, and go, yeah, and hit them where it hurts. Yeah, and they, they won't will, know what to do. They will be confused. They won't expect they won't know what to do. Actually, they will. They'll keep on deflecting because that they don't actually. A lot of people that are kind of like that are, I feel like, to some extent, are ignorant. Have like a lower IQ. Like they don't want to know. <laughs> I, I know I'm blanking it out there, but I don't you, said you are dumb. That's fine. That's what. That's how I see people. People that are like that, I feel like are fucking idiots. Like they're just not. Um, so it's like it's hard to argue with the idiot. You know, they always have that one saying, like, you know, argue, with oh, yeah. <laughs> you argue with the fool, you are the fool. <laughs> that's why I don't. Be prepared that's... so you, you know yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what's going on. You could actually make your own educated decisions because that's the problem with these people. people. You can't infringe on other people's rights because it's your right. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's, you know, they're infringing on my rights. It's like, that doesn't give you, you can't infringe on other people's rights or religious beliefs because that is you feel so strongly. I'm just trying to save them. I'm trying to save them. Like, no, it doesn't work like that either. Like, 
And that's why I like, and maybe the patience level is different, but I, you know, where I put that or conversations like that usually. I put that I right in my no. I put that, that. <laughs> I put that right in my. I put that right in my no more convincing conversations box because I'm not. I am not. AKA the to, box. But yes, <laughs> I am not going to. I am not decreasing my IQ yeah, to educate exactly. you. Exactly. I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't argue with. I don't need to. People who are in kindergarten, and That's there's right. a lot of people with a, a developmental developmentally. And intellectually, mm-hmm. they are at a level of a kindergarten. Uh, somebody who's a uh, why, why can't I say that kindergartner? <laughs> are you a kindergartner? <laughs> Theo, you didn't tell me it's that. Your tur- it's your turn to have a peach and uh, speech. Lord, I, I like. There's a lot of people that they I, like. I'm a high schooler, bitch. I, why would I be arguing with a child in kindergarten? Yeah. And there's some people like that. You have to. Unfortunately, you have to think that way. Like you are. We are not in the same place intellectually. I'm sorry. And I'm not yeah. going to have these conversations. Howard, don't feel good every now and then rip it into one, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really do it, but when I do, I go hard. Like, nope. And no, no, and then let them know I am in, and that's and when you I am in gone grade. Too long with that. You, are, you, know, yeah. you, you tell when they've gone too long without someone like reading them or like putting them in their place. Like, nah, nah. I guess it's going to have to be me. Like, I guess. Exactly. I think because I, I, I spent like, I was saying this one time before, like, last season, I think, and I was saying to Theo, and I was like, you know, I just feel like I've done that, I've done this too much where I've I've gone, you know what, you gonna get your breed today, like, and I'm like, you know what, and finally I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I, I do not have the bandwidth, and I'm not wasting the bandwidth that I do have on you because you are not important. If you are not sitting in a space where you can have an elevated conscious conversation then what am i doing go read a book unless you don't burn the book but that's another story i don't know but like okay no, well, you know, sometimes a good go fuck yourself is good right that's a good great. <laughs> it, that's a that's totally effective at all <laughs> yeah, oh, oh you know it's uh it's against the law whatever go fuck yourself right I'm like, I, Ooh, yeah. that feels great <laughs> And it's so like it, having a fizzy little sprite. It just hits you in the right place, and like you, you gotta shake it off. It's like, <laughs> oh, fuck you You know what? I want to share something. This is what I I mean about um, when um, reciting the uh, the Quran. It's mm-hmm. called Kirat in mm-hmm. uh, in Arabic. I'm gonna educate you, motherfuckers, and some shit. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and most spiritual place to be when. You're when I think of Islam, mm-hmm. so just listen to a couple of seconds of this beauty. And this guy here ain't no joke, by the way. This is a, a big scholar here. let me tell you something i just got goosebumps yeah yeah that was this is what my relationship with allah and my spirituality is all that other garbage that these people are speaking i have no um, i don't know them okay and i don't know i I don't know her (laughs) to quote mariah carey Who is she? <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> this beautiful thing. And mind you, to do this, do you know how many slaps on my hand I got from from my uh, Muslim teacher, my imam, for me to be able to get this done right? And it was the most beautiful experience ever. Oh. I I cried. It was torturous, you know, and a good torture, like learning mm-hmm. how to read. Yeah. And I don't regret it. And I and I enjoy it. And I wish that I can. Hopefully my child isn't that hard-headed. I can pass that on down to her. And that's the beautiful, you know, that's the beautiful thing also about, about spirituality is there is, there really is beauty in it. If you can remember to kind of cast aside all of the, the, all the stigma that go around it. All of the, the ugliness that, that can be religion sometimes. If you can sift through and find that beauty, 
in in spirituality then i feel like you you've kind of but there's connections there's you could be kind of spiritual in religion like kind of like feels the same where Mm -hmm. him chanting that gives him a sense of feeling and sense of you know connection Mm -hmm. same thing with like you know in you know, being Catholic, like, you know, learning the Lord's pr- the prayer, like the Our Father, like all that, mm-hmm. when we're all saying together, there's a sense of feeling that comes out of it. And true like, community, so, true yeah. community, we're all having that moment. And, you know, even when, you know, in pagan, you know, like, I'm going to say cult- we're pagan culture, like, you know, being do not bring culture. the witches up in here. This is a whole <laughs> different topic. For this. However, <laughs> the gypsies, the, the gypsies however, and the witches. <laughs> Unacceptable. That's one of the fastest growing religions uh-huh. nowadays, but there's a that's lot true. of shit that goes along with that as well. Where, for example, saying a, a, a quote unquote a spell is the same thing as chanting like other religions do. You know, Vincent. You know, no, Vin, not do not agree with This is he is I, Victor right now. Victor, you know what? He's not Victor. But you I, do not bring that Satanist <laughs> shit up in here. Exactly. Think of go along that whole area, which that is just another form of religion, given it its respect. <laughs> but when you said it. paganism, I knew where you were going. You <laughs> he was like, "Here come Victor." Um, I think. I think all. No, but for example, think about voodoo, and think about also another hoodoo, which is another form mm-hmm. of it's not voodoo, but I believe it's really taking roots in West Africa, which mm-hmm. you know, that's Nigerian stuff like that, and they use saints that are found in Christianity. But it also pulls in chants. It's a, it's a really beautiful mix of, you know, religion and spirituality, which I probably predated Christianity now. No, no, no. I think, yeah, I think so too. I think, once again, I think, and this goes back to what Isaiah said earlier anything um, African spirituality, mm-hmm. I believe it to be the leader in all of this. We've been conditioned to believe that voodoo and hoodoo and, um, and um, Santeria and all these things are considered demonic and evil and all this thing, and that is not true. I think mm-hmm. those but paganism is, is though paganism is evil though. Theo. Hey, I think that's what I'm getting out of you. Well, I, I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> you know what? No, but, but like uh-huh. not paganism, but you know, because you know, I believe to burn. You got to burn witches at the stake. <laughs> I'm dead. I got one <laughs> 1833 party of one. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. But no, seriously, I believe that all this voodoo and all this other stuff that's uh, African spiritualism is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And we've been conditioned to believe by the colonizer or white supremacy or whitewashing or whatever term you might want, want to use that anything from Africa is wrong and it's evil and is not correct. And when I hear things like that, and then you do your research, you notice that a lot of these stuff outdate or come before Christianity right. and, and the Catholic Church. Yeah. And they're just a carbon copy of certain things from those Absolutely. religions. And that's where I was getting, that's exactly where I was going with that earlier is a lot of African spirituality predates um, the, the European Christianity and, and, and things of that nature. So I, that's kind of where I go with that, where I'm like, okay, why? Well, I personally prefer to to go to the root of, um, you know, where all of these uh, derivatives have, you know, have sprung from. You know what I mean? Like, I, I personally prefer to start with with that which was demonized, because you know it was, it was thought of as, oh, this is evil, but it's it's not evil. This not is these are the origins of of all of that spirituality. This or is even this the Native is, um, Americans. Um, throughout yeah. the Americas. They yeah. didn't practice Catholicism and right. Islam or Christianity. Right. These are spiritual based things. Right. Yeah. And right. they became they were here before all these institutions and all this religion. Right. And, and we erased them. them. And that's you know that provided for them, didn't provide them the sun. We but... erased them out of the conversation. So were right. they also evil? That's what they're received right. as initially. Uh, and manifest destiny yeah. said, "Get rid of them." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, manifest destiny said, "Actually, you know what? You got suggested. Why Jesus said, <laughs> you know, like, and it's, that's what that's what I think is is 
the route I always kind of circle back to is to remember where all of the derivative re religions and, and pieces of spirituality came from and the, the, the place they, the, they derived from and, and how they mutated and changed and, um, and took on completely different forms, um, you know, as, as we went through the, you know, through the millennia. So I, I always think of that when I, you know, I'll, I'll joke and say, you know, we joke and we always say, you know, black Jesus and things like that, but it's like, you know, but actually Jesus, Jesus, was, brown. Jesus was brown, <laughs> you know, like literally just in case anybody out there didn't know he was brown. They don't like that. They don't, they don't hear it today. <laughs> Listen, he was brown get over it. But anyway, um, but, um, if we, if we want to be real, Jesus look like me. <laughs> okay. I mean, for real, like, we, you never know. I don't understand yeah. how that's so, such a hard thing to believe when it's like fucking, yeah, look, where, look where everything went down. Like fucking Egypt. There was no white people in Egypt. Okay. The Romans didn't even want to stay in Egypt. Like, okay. You better say but that. You better say that. Listen, you better say that because that that's what I'm talking about. Like, what do you mean Cleopatra wasn't Elizabeth Taylor? What are you saying? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, people <laughs> like talk about like, listen, and I love Charlton Heston, but guess what? Moses didn't look like him. Like, Can you imagine? Like, like, you know, like I'm sorry. No, thank you. But <laughs> spirituality versus religion, and this is just part one of the conversation that yeah, we're going to have. We're going to have a broader <laughs> conversation. <laughs> A more in-depth conversation, part two of this conversation coming up. Um, this is more. We spoke more anecdotally, mm -hmm. um, and I think um, we will be introducing Danielle Defoe into the conversation, yeah. and she will be able to give us a go a little deeper with us. And Excited. just like just like Vincent, aka Victor, is joining us. Um, Danielle Defoe will be also joining us for more episodes going forward. Yes, I'm so, and we're so excited to welcome her. I Listen, y'all, like, I, I can't even see, I, ha I have no verbiage for her. She's phenomenal. Like, well, we can I, feel you smiling. <laughs> literally, wow, I really am smiling. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me for a second. I was like, how do you know that? Well, yeah, no, I'm like, I really am smiling, actually. I'm a witch, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like Victor said. <laughs> Pleasant dreams. <laughs> I'll be seeing oh, you night. <laughs> Until next time, everybody. Until next time. Later, guys.
to the day. 